It's time for another Nebraska Prep Zone report. We are sponsored today by MD West One, Nebraska's most advanced sports medicine, orthopedics, neurosurgery, and spine care, covering greater Omaha for over 70 years. I'm your host, Jake Anderson, and we are joined today by special guest, Stu Pospisil. How are you doing today, Stu? I'm good. I'm, I'm guessing I, I may lose that special guest title soon enough, so. <laughs> well, we are we'll glad to have <laughs> We're glad to have you today for uh, Nebraska high school football playoffs. We're going to preview class A and B. Let's start off right at the top there with the surprise, Carney against Elkhorn South. Well, you know, it was the game of the year last week with Carney coming into Bellevue West, uh, where they had lost uh, big the first time about a month ago. You know, total shocker, 41-40 in overtime. Um, each team had missed two extra points in regulation, uh, including Bellevue West, which had tied the game. They had scored, the Thunderbirds had scored twice in the last six minutes to get to the tie. The snap on the PAT kind of bounced back. The timing was off, got blocked. So you go to overtime at 33-33. Bellevue West scores pretty easily, makes the extra point. Carney, first play, touchdown, and they go for two. And on a double handoff reverse, the guy gets inside the pylon for the the uh, you know win the upset of the year and Guess what Carney gets? Another trip to Omaha and another uh, rematch with Elkhorn South. Can they do it again? How do they match up with uh, Elkhorn South? Well, it was overtime the first time. Uh, Elkhorn South uh, had a chance to, if I remember right, it was about 14-0 in the second quarter, and Elkhorn South uh, had a chance to put the game away. They had gone with their number twos for a time, lost some momentum. Carney got momentum back. Went to overtime at uh, 21s. Elkhorn South was on offense first, scored, made the extra point, and then forced a fumble on Carney's first play from the 10 in overtime to preserve the 8-21 win. So, you know, this game is, you know, even perhaps more of a toss-up, certainly in the last week, because who would have figured that Carney would have made up 35 points on Bellevue West, here they know that they will be in the game with the with the storm. Yeah, what are the, uh, the storm last week? They they beat Lincoln Southeast. What do they need to do to keep rolling? You know, Elkhorn South, Jake. It, it's kind of like a basketball team that doesn't have a double digit score. Guy Rosenberg, um, his, his coaching methodology this year is methodology is to um, go by committee, uh, other than Dylan Krause at quarterback, who's been the stabilizer throughout, but they've got a stable running backs, they got stable receivers. You know, nobody's put up big numbers, but they are winning behind their massive front line, and their defense has been solid all year. They, they shut Southeast down, and that was going to kind of be, you know, how they were going to win that game. Uh, in, you had two good defenses on the field, but Elkhorn South had the better offense which is why they're in the semifinals. Yeah. Let's move to the other side of the bracket. And that two seed, those Warriors probably have to be thinking, why were we the two? They've got a matchup with Millard South this week. What are you looking at there? You know, remember that these seeds were done by committee, and I, I'm pretty sure that they did not want to 
think of a Bellevue West, um, uh, Millard South uh, game that soon. So that's why Westside with Millard South is, ended up this way. Some people are going to say the winner is going to be the, the state champion. I don't think you can, can proclaim that yet, um, you know, but they are the two highest ranked teams. Uh, I think it's going to be interesting to see how Millard South um, uses Gage Stinger in conjunction with uh, TJ Urban. We were talking off air about Nebraska's situation. Um, you know, uh, Stinger is a very good wide receiver, but we've seen him play quarterback at times, and TJ Urban's gone out to the wing, and they've they've played uh, you know uh, pitch and catch that way. Um, you know, Westside. <coughs> Excuse me. They're capable of doing that too, and they may have, um, you know, saved some of this for these last couple games. But you've got Colby Brown, a junior, uh, Chris Brown, the Nebraska kicker from the late '90s. That's his kid. He's going to be replacing Cole Payton next year, quarterback. But they've um, at times have shown uh, formations where Payton's been out wide and. and uh, Brown's taking snaps. I, I think you're going to see both teams try and uh, use some form of those plans in this game, and I think it's going to be very interesting. Obviously, Westside has a ton of weapons this year. How does Millard South hold them in check? You know, I think it's got to come down to line play. They've got to try and um, keep Dom Rezac, especially from, um, you know, getting the, the three, four yards that, that keep you in, in rhythm uh, ahead of the sticks. Um, you know, you've got Bretch, you've got Dickerson, uh, you've got Rezac, you've got other guys that are um, have stepped up a receiver. I, at the start of the year, Westside's receiving core had been so good for the past few years that they had to have other guys kind of fill in, and Brett certainly has stepped up. Dickerson um, has been much more an offensive threat this year than last year where he was primarily a, a superb defensive back and that's where he's going to be playing for uh, the Gophers next year but Miller South is going to have to be opportunistic they're going to have to force a couple turnovers and um, create long field uh, they uh, with um, uh, Lamo as punter and place kicker um, I'd say they rate a slight edge in the special teams category and they'll have to uh, certainly not kick uh, to Westside because I think that's where Westside has the, the flip advantage is in the return game, especially with uh, Bretts and Dickerson always able to be out there to receive kicks. Should be two good Class A semifinals. Let's jump to Class B where there's some new faces. Uh, top of the Isn't bracket. Good? Yeah. Top of the bracket, Plattsmouth and Aurora. Well, Plattsmouth hasn't been to the state final since 1979. Is that so a while? They, that feels like a long time. Uh, yeah, I was in high school. <laughs> you weren't around yet, my friend. <laughs> so they, the, the only time Plattsmouth and Aurora have played in the playoffs was in 2013. It was a 34-28 Aurora win. Aurora uh, was the C1 champion two years ago when – their enrollment just dropped below the new cutoffs at the time. Uh, that was the Baylor Shireman era. Um, you know, it's a new crew now. 
Aurora had lost two games to start the year. One was to North Platte, which turned out to be a, a solid Class A team. Um, they've won seven of eight, or excuse me, eight of nine since starting 0-2. So they've got a head of steam, but so does Plattsmouth. After knocking off uh, top-ranked Bennington last week, 34-28, if I remember right, was the score as well. And uh, Manisa's a, a running back against Owens for Aurora. Whoever's the more productive running back is probably going to lead his team to the win on Friday. Yeah. And then the other Class B final, and I'm just looking at this, and how weird is it not to have Scud or Waverly or – Norris any, or – Yeah. Scott's Bluff. It, it, it's strange. Um, this, this is one – the. You could see it coming early on that there wasn't a definitive favorite. It was going to be kind of a little bit of attrition, a little bit of, of momentum. And here we have Aurora, excuse me, number four Elkhorn at number three Hastings. And I don't think that they've ever met before in football. First time so matchup. Yeah, first time matchup. Hastings hasn't been in the semifinals since 2000 and hasn't been to the final since they won Class B in 1994. I was Elkhorn. around for both of those. What? I was around for both of those. That's good. <laughs> Elkhorn has not been to the playoffs the two previous years because the Antlers were in Class A at the time and now have spun off Elkhorn North. Uh, but um, the Antlers with uh, Coach uh, Mark Wartman trying to be in the finals 11 for the 11th time. I think this is a, a great matchup. You got Jared Sinek and his receivers for Hastings. Elkhorn is not the old Elkhorn of, of strictly an I formation, two back set. Uh, Wartman has adapted with the times, uh, spread things out more. You've, you've got uh, Grant Gutschout, quarterback. Uh, Aiden Young is a thousand yard rusher. You got uh, Gannon Gregard, and you've got. Uh, uh, Drew Crystal, uh, who signed today with Nebraska for uh, baseball. A lot of good athletes on the field. Um, there'll be good footing uh, being on turf out at Hastings College. You know, you'd like to see all four games, and you just can't. Yeah. Where, where are you going to be at this week? I'm going to be at Millard Southwest side. Um, I haven't seen Millard South in a while. Um, we've got our other um, – writers and, and papers uh, able to cover. So um, we should have reports from all 14 um, semifinals on Friday night across the state. Yeah, and we'll keep an eye out for your official picks on anyprepzone.com as well as capsules on all 14 of those games. Coverage from Friday night as well as we'll have signing day coverage throughout the day and takeaways throughout the week. Um, until next time, thanks for listening. As the official team doctors for high school and college teams across greater Omaha, MD West One Sports Med doctors can get you back into the game stronger than ever. Meet the Sports Med team at mdwestone.com or call 402-390-4111.